So we managed to locate the secret U-boat base. And capture that spy. It was down to our detective work and the help of PC Buntwhistle. So, another case all tied up. So, it's back to Adams for sandwiches, lashings of ginger beer, and to listen to their Wizzo Staggering Stories podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And an orgy. Oh, definitely. Wizzo? This is the latest in a long, long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am the real Keith. Oh. No, you're not. Aren't I? No. No. What am I then? We're not sure. Are you're you? an actor that's been paid to play the part. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You've actually pushed off uh, St. Bart's. Ah! <laughs> yes. I made a mess on the pavement. Splat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. We splat rib guts. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, steering between the rocks of misinformation, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who. Woohoo! Kiddies to fiddle with the Doctor again. After the confusing and generally terrible story that won the first Doctor <laughs> Who script to screen competition, the BBC are at it again. Oh. So if you are aged 9 to 12 and are a pupil at a UK school, you can write a story to get the Doctor, Amy and Rory out of the land of fiction, preferably with some Olympic connection. But not the 2012 one, as the Doctor doesn't want to run into himself. Mm. Given that Doctor Who Confidential is dead... <laughs> dead. Result- it's still great, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Presumably the resultant short will only be appearing on the official Doctor Who site and will be saved those tedious confidential segments for it. <laughs> I think you're very harsh on 9 to 12 year olds. <laughs> really? I thought that was, t- that was a winner. That was terrible. You're that one 47. Way. You're, you know, you're, you're not, that, you're that, not that, meant that, to that, speak like a speak or think like a 9 to 12 year old anymore. Although uh, there have been occasions. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we've got pictures. It depends on the height of Little the Little Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed as. Worrying. More on that later probably on our <laughs> oh, no, an unrelated news issue. Disturbing. Oh, hey, Star Trek news. Oh, yeah. Cabbage Patch and Clock join Abrams. Stop it. Sequel. <laughs> Sherlock, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberband. And Mickey the Idiot, Noel <laughs> Clark, have both signed on to J.J. Abrams' May 2013 Star Trek sequel. Gosh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Cumberbatch is rumoured to have a villainous lead role. Mm. Come on! <laughs> it's been come on fun <laughs> whereas Noel Clark will be playing a family man with both a wife and daughter so maybe a red shirt yes. definitely <laughs> messy death definitely yeah. phase of mm. order yeah. zap uh, keep uh, Cumberbatch busy again mm. yes. yeah. who is it Close Holmes Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. no um, sorry Watson Ah, Freeman. Martin, yeah. Martin he's, Freeman. He's, um, he's Hobbit. the Hobbit, Hobbit isn't he? Yes. Hobbit is. But isn't, isn't Cabbage Patch in The Hobbit as well? I, he's a voice. Yes, he's a voice. Ah. Ah. He's, he is a voice. He's, he's the dragon, isn't he? Smog, yeah. Yes. Smog. Mm. Smog. Oh, oh sorry. 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 <laughs> Being human. Another one bites the dust. Ah. 
Faster than rats off a capsizing cruise ship. I apologise, that was El Presidente's words, not mine. Another major member of the Being Human cast has swum to rocky safety. This time, it's George's werewolf girlfriend, Nina, Sinead Keenan, who has announced she has left the apparently alien programme. I don't think there's any apparent apparently. about it this way, <laughs> mate. In Nina's case, she has been written off screen, not appearing at all in the upcoming fourth series or season. Quite what this means for the pregnancy story arc, besides probably being a wasted opportunity, we cannot say. So mm. the entire lead cast has left. Yeah, every single cast member from the pilot it's has gone. now left. So it yeah. just, should just be called being a ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they are being replaced. There yeah. are. So what's happened to um, yeah, the werewolf? George is gone. Yeah. He, he yeah. jumped ship a little while back, didn't he? Yeah. He's, he's in the next series. But he's in the beginning. Is, yeah, but I think he bows out halfway in. I kind of wonder if it's going to survive all of this. I yeah. mean, a lot's going to depend know. on who they put in in place, yeah. obviously, but nah, I think this I, be the last you series. kind of sit there thinking, well, why not just go and create another series? Yeah. You know, a different one. It might work, it might give it some new life, but particularly with Nina, that all that stuff with her, yeah. the pregnancy, yeah. and mm. then she was nearly killed by Herrick at the end, yeah. miraculously lived, yeah. for yeah. no good reason now, because she's disappeared. Gone. Because yeah. that, that would have been a nice um, idea and that kind of thing. They should have yeah. killed her off there and then. Mm. Yeah, it would have been more resonance. Mm, yeah. There we go. I think we really, El Presidente should be reading okay. this one. Gill and Goodness. <laughs> Award nominations and Taking Manhattan. Everyone's favourite knobnacker, Karen Gillan. <laughs> Hmm. Has recently been nominated for Scott of the Year 2011. Scott of the Year? Yeah. I thought it was really, Alex really Salmon. Sort of small group of contestants. Oh. <laughs> Andy Murray's in Congratulations, there. Congratulations, uh, Keith. There you've just well. alienated everyone north of the border. <laughs> That's independence for you. <laughs> this is by Scott's Care, a charity set up for Scots in London who are in need, hardship, or distress. So that she's covered in all three there. <laughs> <laughs> you can vote on their website www.scottscare.com I thought it says Scott Scare. <laughs> you get some, some guy wearing a kilt and he's all leap out and go lift his kilt up <laughs> also the Amy Pond actress is shortlisted in the drama performance female category at the annual television awards up against other who people such as Eve Miles and Surianne Jones and also Jay Jacobs who has never been in Doctor from the hated Waterloo Road. Top <laughs> <laughs> two last year at the NTAs. You can vote at www.nationaltvawards.com. And if that isn't enough gillany for you. What? Yeah. Gillany. That's not a word. <laughs> gillany? Oh, yeah. It is now. <sighs> is there ever, ever enough? Uh, then you can hear her playing. Hear her? Then you can see, see her. her. <laughs> Definitely see her. Then you can see her playing 60s model Jean Shrimpton in the BBC4 biopic We'll Take Manhattan. On Thursday, the 26th of January at 9 pm. We'll take so Manhattan. At 9 pm, everyone has to Staten. ring El Presidente because mm. yeah. he won't be doing it. Continuously, <laughs> non stop. <laughs> Make up emergencies, everyone. <laughs> Text him. Mm. Yeah, so his text is going off and, and, and he takes his phone off. Our younger Tweet. listeners, ring him up and tell him he's your father. <laughs> <laughs> Be me, the TV, and clear. Uh, X of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mm, need to happy know tissues. that bit. 
Sorry. <laughs> You're right, it was implied. <laughs> I'm too young for all of this. I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. dear. Yes. I do. Yeah. Bernard Cabbage Patch again, mm. or whatever his name is. <laughs> According to the... He had um, a scary experience in South Africa where he and a companion were kidnapped by, well, let's call them highway robbers, who held them at gunpoint and threatened to lock him in the boot of his car. Being rather a claustrophobic young man, pointed out that having a dead Englishman in their car would be a bad thing, and they were let go. (laughs) Really? So he did a scary, manly, chickening out of it kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dangerous place some parts of South Africa. Mm, Mm. My father was only held at gunpoint once. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did he refuse to get in the boot? He did refuse to uh, give him over money, yeah. He's a tough guy, your dad. <laughs> He's a spy, we know that. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> did, he, did he zap them with his laser pen? I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. Nobody knows what's happened to them. That sounds rather... Bobbing up and down somewhere off Cape Horns. Did you get a phone call saying, look, Adam, can I borrow your shovel? Right, I have two amendments, if I can get this thing up and running. Addendums. Addendums. Story of our life. <laughs> oh! Well, you got it up and running twice. Right. <laughs> One of them, it, it just popped out. <laughs> it just popped out. It's going to be one of those nights. Yeah. After we did the last, uh, the last podcast. Right. A new stage play was put on at the uh, Manchester Les O'Garings pub. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Yes. Up, up in Manchester, up up yes. but basically they set up and staged Midnight. Oh, oh what the, the Doctor Who episode? The Doctor Who episode. They oh, they yeah. had rewritten it so it wasn't the Doctor; it was just a traveller. Yeah, but they redid Midnight live on stage. Oh, you could because wow. it's a sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unit. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it did have the approval of Russell T Davis. They did write to him, and okay, and yeah. it does have his approval, and was uh, very impressive, and uh, sold out its tickets on its. One week run. I'm not surprised, yeah. Mm. Really tough one to do, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially for the uh, woman who played Sky Silvestri. Mm. Because she has to repeat everyone's lines. lines. So, yeah, that was done done live. That would be interesting. But we missed it. Too late. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. like I said, the the actual article popped up on the evening after we did the last podcast. Always the way. And one that I'm surprised you didn't actually cotton on to. Karen Gillan to pose naked with a Dalek. No, 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 no. no. As we know, the ponds are leaving next season. It's not true. (laughs) (laughs) And already speculation has started on the next companion. Okay. And remembering rule number one. Moffat lies. Yes. And it's getting a bit tiresome, Steve. Moffat has <laughs> tweeted, right, everyone who follows me, go and follow Aye. Sophia Miles. Yeah. Spin the fireplace now, I'll explain later. Oh, or Madame not. de Pompadour. Mm. Yeah. To which she has tweeted, oh yeah, I haven't heard this bit. Watch this bracket, fire, close bracket, place, and the plot thickens. Mm. Mm. I don't see it. Uh, I'm just saying. So yeah. whether yeah. Yeah. whether she's coming back, whether the character is coming back, or whether it's a new character, is another matter. I, I think it would be, ca- be the character. Um, it could be any time in her in her life. Yeah, but I don't see her being a new companion. No, I don't even see her coming back. It's such an enclosed story. Yeah, it, with that one doctor, with Tennant's doctor. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. brought another doctor in midway into her life. Yeah. 
That would make it all. Uh, wouldn't weird. be a lot of point in it just being like a cameo. No, I think she just joined Twitter and Moffat is just stirring it up. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's, well, it could very well be a misinformation campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Has mm. anyone? Does anyone else think that the vast toffee Amen. is um, getting a little too obsessed with this whole lying thing? And <laughs> um, you know, no. what, what else are you lied about? He's, he's the boy who cries wolf. You know, everything he says. Turns out to be not true, or he was misinterpret, you know, misinformation. Yeah. You know, one day he'll tell us something that is true, and none of us are going to believe him. <laughs> well, we'll get a phone call job. saying, "I'm balanced off the edge of a cliff. Please send help." And we'll go. <laughs> no. Nah. He was suggesting maybe Sherlock would die in this latest episode. Mm. But I think that's fair enough. You have to suggest it's a possibility. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all starting to, you know, I just don't listen to him anymore. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not really sure he's that much. You Sherlock say. Holmes, if you knew what it was about... As soon as, followed, yeah. as soon as I saw the title, I knew how it was yeah. ending mm. one yeah. way or another. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was a bit of a giveaway. It was a surprise, but yeah. it could have been they ended it there because both Freeman and Cabbage oh, Patch are very busy people yeah. in mm-hmm. Hollywood. And, yeah. Yeah. Right, thus endeth the news. We've all been watching television, haven't we, children? No. Yes. Oh, no? Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Handy, ah. handy, and, and a big head. Luby, Luby. What's that? A menage au trois? <laughs> yes, we've been watching Sherlock, the latest series, and it ends rather sadly. Rib guts. You forgot the rib guts. Well, it wasn't rib guts, was it? It was more brain matter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, these ones, uh, it's again another three episode or three filmer, depending yep. on where you look at it, because they're not standard episodes, the big films. Well, and it was, what is it, based on Scandal and Bohemia, yep. mm-hmm. uh, The Hound of the Baskervilles, yep. and The Final Problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Much closer, in fact, than the first three oh, yes. last yes. season. Right, first, I loved Scandal in Bohemia. Oh, yes. Scandal in Belgravia. Scandal in Belgravia, yeah. It was, uh, again, I like the little setup is they took it exactly from the book and then twisted it. Mm. Yeah, she was twisted. Yeah. She, no, she was there. <laughs> 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 I like the way she, she uh, displayed. Uh, she knew, did. <laughs> yes, knew who he was or what his abilities were, and displayed a higher level of intelligence on taking that and twisting it. Especially when she appeared naked, <laughs> <laughs> there were no clues you could pick up off of a naked mm. body. <laughs> no bruises. Off for that. Uh, did they? Yeah, it was too much nudity, too close to the water. Mm. <laughs> I didn't see it. Didn't thing. see it. No, no. His leg and arm were strategically he placed. placed. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but of course the... Twice? Twice in one podcast? Mm, yes. I mean, they were up in arms about it. Oh, the flagrant display of I know. female flesh. And had really? shots in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make That's... sure you had seen the flagrant display. That's about the first time the Daily Mail has actually exhibited a nude person on its pages. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could tell you how disgusted they are, they oh. had to look at it twice. Yes, very much so, yeah. I think one of my favourite bits in that, apart from the whole thing with taking the pulse and that was the oh, yeah. guy that beat up Mrs. Uh, Hudson. Hudson. Yes. And Holmes has got him gagged and he says to places, 
he's got several injuries. Yes. And the guy is going, Halo, Halo, Confused look over the guy's eyes and then sudden realisation. What is yeah. it? Lestrade said to him, So, did he fall out the window? Yes, several times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it, it's just Watson and Mrs. Hudson in the other room. Yeah, sort of he's consoling her, giving her a cup of tea. Making a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you just hear a crash, thump. And something goes past the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way he's going to have a broken rib, you know, sort of a broken nose. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Punctured lung. Yeah. <laughs> That's him getting it ready for the finale, so he mm. doesn't try out which way to throw the body. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It all links in. <laughs> and I thought the ending was quite Yes, on that one. The the small little bits, I think it was a line that you mentioned the phone uh, ringtone. Mm, Yes, the text alert. Yeah, and what was Hudson's response? Oh, yes. Oh, could you please change that at my time of life? (laughs) In fact, the actress has got a Twitter account, and she Mm -hmm. said she's had a lot of requests to have that in audio. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But she is uh, a very lively, sparky character, and it's Mm. no. No wonder that they chose her character for, um, for the films as well. Yeah. Are we mm. talking about here, Hudson no, or...? No, no, not Hudson. Uh, Irene Adler. Irene Adler. Uh, thank you, Irene Laura Adler. Pulver, whatever yeah. her name is, yes. Yeah, and actually I think she's better in Sherlock than she is mm. in the original book. Yeah. In the original book, mm. there isn't actually that much to no, her. No, not, not very much. It was, it was only one thing I think she did was walk past him disguised. And that was about it. But, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, she's, it's, she got away at the end. But, yeah, but she's always mm, been the, the woman. woman. The yes. woman, yes. Yeah. I thought the second one, I was uh, there were some lovely bits in the Hounds of the Baskervilles. What did they call it? Uh, the Hounds of Baskervilles. The Hounds yeah. of Baskervilles. I thought that was there were some lovely bits in it that which were red herrings that nodded back. Mm, yeah. Such yeah. as at the bar, one of them mentioned, oh, everything's going around here, the dog's the prisoner escaping from the local yes. prison, mm. yeah, which, which I thought was a, nothing to do yeah, with it, but nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Morse code. Going back to the flashing the lights in yeah. the visual. Yeah, I, had, I had to think about that for a few moments. Then, yeah, the, the penny dropped. <laughs> yeah. I also like the little tip of the hat for the luminous rabbit. Yes. Yes. Mm. Because yeah. the hound was quite often luminous. Because in, yes. uh, in the book, yeah. the hound's covered in phosphorus. Yeah. From ah. yeah. 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 And what do you think of the whole tar disappearing in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people think it's actually a back of a truck. I think they're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> I miss yeah. the TARDIS. <laughs> it looks... I missed that. It looks like it's part of the back of a production truck, oh, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought as it, it probably was the one that I was thinking was going to be the hardest to bring up to yeah. date because of the whole premise behind it. Yeah. But I think Those how shoes. they've done it is very, very mm. good. I thought it was very entertaining. Mind you, the scene where um, Watson is in the laboratory and he thinks the hound is in yeah. there with him... Mm. When I saw what was happening in real life, where Holmes was in the control room playing the uh, recording of the growls and snarls, I just thought, you rotten... It's the whole sugar sugar bit, making sure Mm. he had sugar in his tea. That's where he thought the hallucinogenic was. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but I just thought using your closest friend as a a guinea pig. At least he hasn't killed him yet, like he kills the dog every other week. (laughs) (laughs) Must admit, I thought the second one was the weakest. Actually, I thought it was quite slow. And too obvious, too easy to figure out mm. i figured it out um, halfway even maybe earlier into the episode and he shouldn't be able to figure it out that early i did oh, think oh, it was oh. stronger than the mid than last season's mid-season though maybe yeah the banker one yeah, yeah. season was mm. pretty weak no i i got a good i gotta disagree because sometimes it's from a personal point of view it gives me a thrill working it out 
just before or as yeah they were, just yeah. before but this was far too far yeah. before yeah i was certain at the point that uh holmes or Sherlock, i should say was in the pub after having the effects and he was clearly emotional yeah. and affected by something physically yeah at that point you know he's been infected by yeah. some kind of hallucinogenic i shouldn't have been able to figure it out that soon mm. <laughs> mm. yeah but there again i mean it was interesting where uh, holmes was as you say sort of sitting in the pub and he's literally sort of showing a chink in his armor uh, yeah mm. yeah even he does have emotions but mm. he controls them yeah normally, they're, they're kept out well we the, the drugs stop there. They had as the we saw knock, with Mrs. They? Hudson, he does have emotions. They're tightly under wrap, though. Mm, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. Watson said to him about, you know, yes, Mr. Spock did do the whole thing. Yeah. You still have emotions. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I quite enjoyed but that I, one. I, I personally enjoyed that one. Mm, I did yes. wonder, however, if they deliberately chose... Um, is it Toby? Oh, yes. The, yeah, the, the guy that... George. Midsummer Fane. Oh, right, yes, yeah. I've got because of him yes. playing the werewolf and mm, being and human. Yeah. <laughs> he still yeah. does squeal and scream. Quite like, a <laughs> yeah, like a girl. Like a girl. Which I suppose brings us on to the final one. Yeah. Mm. back Fall. Yes. I have to admit, I very, very quickly figured out what the fall was going to yeah. be when it was in there, that it isn't going to be a... Splatfall, but it was a fall. Oh, yeah. as it, I know it it's wasn't yet, but, yeah. but it was going to be a fall yeah. from grace. Fall from grace, yeah. that's right, yeah. I, I like the way they updated that to have him in the papers today and what would yeah. happen to him in real yeah. life mm. being such a celebrity. It really ties in with all the uh, tabloid stuff we've had. Yeah. How they turn on people and try to break into their phones and what have you. Yeah. Oh, good grief, yeah. Mm-hmm. And build them up just to drop them down. Yes, yeah. That is very much the case. I mean, sort of, right, this production of Holmes is very much a production for our times. I mean, mm. as you say, with sort of his name being smeared all over the papers... Yeah. or the smear campaign sort of being launched against him and literally as you say his fall from grace mm. sort of Moriarty in that respect was very sort of he, he was very prescient in the fact that sort of the only way sort of he could save his friends was for him to jump off the building yeah yeah. well and to save his reputation as well mm. his home Sherlock would uh, never have figured out that the papers would turn him because he never pays any attention no that, that no. doesn't enter it doesn't enter into his world view no he doesn't read the gossip columns or anything yeah. he doesn't take any interest in celebrity life or culture like that whereas obviously Watson knows a bit more about it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a bit more savvy well, also I like the hat the way they yes. got the uh, deer stalker into yeah. it this season it was the first one wasn't it the scandal in Belgravia yeah. when he just puts on the hat to leave yeah just to disguise himself mm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuck with it Again, I'm not 100% happy with the portrayal of Moriarty. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. It's too mad, too uh, off the wall. Yeah. yeah. Sherlock, uh, in, in the books, Sherlock, book, yeah. Sherlock and Moriarty are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. It's just that one fights for the angels, the other fights for the devil. They yeah. could have been interchangeable. Yeah. Where this one, it's definitely Sherlock as the Vulcan, the non-emotional, <laughs> where Moriarty is... The Joker. Yeah. It's yeah. too far too emotional, far too um off the wall. Maybe for my taste. I think it made mm. him seem more dangerous than it might otherwise have done. Mm. Yeah, I mean sort of as well as the saying goes, there is a very fine line between genius and madness. I, I, I'm, so. I'm not denying mm. that. It's just that yeah, I know you have to make it different from previous portrayals, and that was, yeah. there was trying to make it different. It just didn't sit. I, I think one of them, maybe both of them, said the problem with Moriarty is that all of the villains we know today are in some way derived from Moriarty yeah. in many ways. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to do something very different with him to not oh. seem like he's just copying everybody else. Which yeah, in fact, no, I, he was the origin of it all. So I can acknowledge that, and I do understand it, but I just, it just didn't sit well for me in my mind. The, okay. Yeah, and so too much, too much of the Joker. 
Mm-hmm. And there is that element of if someone is that insane, could they keep such an organisation yeah. yeah. going? It, it, it's almost like the same problem, the Asperges, that, that Holmes almost has. But mm. it, it, it kind of doesn't sit right with the no. character in the insanity level. Mm. I don't know. No, so that was just personal. Yeah, yeah. No, I quite liked how he, how he did it, actually, but... What about the ending then? <laughs> How did he do it? Well, um, well, you have instant phone calls. You have a brother working in the government. Mm-hmm. You had a big lorry standing in front of the area you're about to jump. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a friend that works in the morgue. Yes. yes. He, mm, who, who Sherlock asked for her yeah. help. Yeah. yeah. There was a big point made that Sherlock was asking her for something. Mm, yes. Yeah. And he made uh, John Sand a very particular yeah. place. Well, mm, so yeah. you, you had that uh, cyclist crash into him before. Oh, that's right. I immediately yeah. thought, is that Sherlock? He probably isn't. It's probably Molly. The uh, yeah. So did but, I. I thought, is that Sherlock? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't actually see the face. So uh, yeah, I think I think it was certainly staged. So he was in one particular position to view it. Where you yeah. could only draw, and the the certain shots you did see would have been his impressions. Exactly, something mm. had obviously in some way shook, shaken up John. Yeah, presumably it's probably that hallucinogenic that they got from Baskerville. Could be, yeah. So he expected to see yeah Sherlock down there, so he did see Sherlock down there. Could mm. be, but it wasn't actually him at all. Yeah, I'm not so sure that Mycroft knows that he isn't dead. The problem is. What do you do with the body? The body's got to be ID'd. Yeah. So it's either going to be uh, John or maybe Lestrade. Yeah. But somebody is going to see that isn't actually him. Yeah. So Mycroft well, might I have to be involved the spirit it, away it the body. It could be the, I can't remember her name, but the assistant that works in the mall. Molly. Molly, Molly. Molly yes. Because if he's arranged with Molly, Molly might say, oh, yes, oh, don't don't show him to Watson or whatever because of damage, and they accept that she's ID'd him. Maybe. There, there are a few things like that which seem a bit odd about the episode. The other one, the other major one being... I find it very hard to believe people like Lestrade, even for a second, thought that Sherlock was a fraud. Yeah. The implication being that everything that Sherlock has done for them, he was a mastermind behind it. Yeah. And if he's such a mastermind to be able to do all of those crimes, then surely he's the smartest man around anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore he's not a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. If he was behind Baskerville, yeah, the yeah. bankers, uh, Stalin Scarlet, or whatever it's called in pink, if he's behind all of these things and the ones we didn't see... Yeah. What sort of genius is he? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there again, it goes down to yeah, it goes down to the old saying, "Well, don't believe everything you read, especially in the press." Yeah, obviously Lestrade had his doubts, but it's hard to believe that his his uh, yeah, staff. Still did Lestrade it. was a very sort of by the book uh, sort of police police mm. officer. It depends who went to the detective, the the chief inspector. Chief Super, yeah, uh, thank you, yeah. the chief Super. I've is got it, problems with him too. How does he not know Sharks from working for him? <laughs> <about> Twenty, thirty <laughs> cases. I, I been on TV with Lestrade. <laughs> I didn't get the impression that Lestrade actually believed that Holmes was a fraud. No. I got the impression yeah, he that he actually that. felt that he was because the fact he phoned Holmes and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think he was yeah. constrained by the events around yeah, like him rather than actually believing what he was having mm-hmm. to do. Who went to the chief inspector? Yeah. Mm. I did like the scene where uh, Watson goes to speak to the chief inspector and of course uh, the chief inspector starts rubbishing Holmes. And <laughs> yeah. the next scene is you see him stumbling out the building with a broken nose. <laughs> yeah. 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 John Watson's arrested. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's an offence to headbutt a chief inspector. Is it? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, no, I, mean, I quite enjoyed this season, the three yeah. of them. Yeah. Mm, yes. um, I'm not sure it's quite as strong overall as the first season, for me anyway. Yeah. So I think the second episode was probably a bit stronger than the previous second yeah. episode. But the other two, not quite as much, but 
not far off. Still very it's good still, stuff. I've still got a level of quality there. I do mm. wish, however, that Stephen Moffat would put some of the same level of writing into Who, but... <laughs> well, some people have complained That's another story. that the final episode is basically the same ending that Doctor Who had this season. Uh, <laughs> faking faking his own death, yeah. telling his friends he's dead, going yeah. into hiding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see Was that. there a Tesselector involved? <laughs> <laughs> That's what jumped off the building. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, so all in all, your opinions of uh, Sherlock? Yep, enjoyed it. Yes. Very good. Mm. It's going to be a long Thumbs time before it comes back. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. There is year another year season. Oh, good. It's already scheduled. But well, no. What is it? I think uh, The Empty House, which is the next one of the books, okay. is, is set yeah. three years after the final problem. Oh, yeah. The one thing I would say to people who haven't watched them because they don't like the idea of updating Holmes. I didn't. It is Sherlock Holmes, but the update is enough of a difference that it doesn't disrespect no. the original. You oh, can watch great, them man. as two independent things and enjoy both. Mm. Yeah. So you can watch classic and you can watch yes. this. So it's worth watching. The difference between uh, sort of this version and uh, the Basil Rathbone version is oh, you don't God. have Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> uh, battling Nazis and the... Mm. Yeah. Well, they both were set in their modern times, aren't mm. they? Yeah. Mm, but all in all, very enjoyable. Okay, it's a new year for quite a while now, but (laughs) (laughs) our first opportunity to take a look back on 2011, and we're going to start with a little quiz. These are events, news items, and maybe some bits closer to home from 2011. You've got to guess what they are from the audio clips. Oh, good grief. Okay, question number one. What is this? Evil must be fought and wrongs must be righted, and that's just a given. Ah, yes. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Would this be the staggering news that there's going to be a new Doctor Who film that has been confirmed by everyone? Yeah, yeah, don't expand on that. Uh, oh, Moffitt and right, uh, um, Harry okay. Potter bit of it. No, no, the it was a new Doctor Who film being done by David Yates, Yates who yep, yep. did the last couple of Harry Potter Four, films, I believe, yeah. to which um, the vast Toffee men denied vehemently that this was going to be happening. That's about it. Oh, quickly! What did Moffitt uh, say? Any Doctor movie would be made by BBC team. Yep. Star the current TV Doctor, and certainly not be a Hollywood reboot. Yes. So Moffitt lies. Uh, <laughs> not again. He gave uh, David Yates and Co a bit of a kick in the proverbial. Pasting, said, yeah. Didn't An official pasting in the press, I think. It yeah. Was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. On to the second question. Hello, Dad. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that again just to hear that again. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh. Hello, Dad. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we all get a point here from uh, David Tennant. <laughs> and that <laughs> squelching noise. <laughs> what about him? What is it? What's it about him? 
he's, oh, been he... get, he's been getting his own progeny pregnant, so to speak, <laughs> oh, in yeah. Time Lord Paul. He's been filling her with his Time Lord essence. <laughs> <laughs> with his own daughter in the pudding club. <laughs> <laughs> and them tying the knots, yes. What was her name? I can't remember, Mrs... Miss Davidson. Georgina Moffat. Georgina Moffat, yes. So, yes, it's the conception of Georgina and Moffat Georgia. and David Tennant's Georgia, Georgia. Yes, daughter. The fruit, yep. of, the fruit of their loins. And then they're loins. married. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, she's daughter of the fifth doctor. He's yeah. the tenth doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got to wonder if their daughter will be married by the twentieth doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? No, she's going to become the twentieth doctor. Ah, <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> all right, third one. Have your hankies ready. Like their personalities written all over it. They just, they turn into something so beautiful. Come on! Go! I've got your back! I am here, Amy Pond. Show me Earth. Show me home. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Impersonation of David Tennant here. What? <laughs> I, I think this was probably El Presidente having to go and buy a toaster. Oh, so yes. 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 Yep, you're right. <laughs> old retail therapy. It was a toaster incident. <laughs> Say no more about incident. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. Yeah. Yes, it was um, George Takei, um was it saying about which is better, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, he, yeah, there was a big fight. Mm, there was yeah. a, Shatner there was, and Carrie yeah, Fisher. Yeah. Tra- That's fight it, yeah. between William Shatner and Carrie Fisher, and George Takei waded in and said you should join up and go against Twilight. Twilight, that's it, yes. Yep. Mm. Each of them trying to get a bit of publicity. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 okay, number five. Right, said Fred, both of us together, one each end and steady as we go. I think this might have been Bernard Cribbins being made an OBE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. old yeah. battered and edible. Old battered and edible. It was some place it wasn't a knighthood. <laughs> yep, services to drama, I believe it was, wasn't it? Okay, number six. If your mansion house needs haunting, just call Rent a Ghost. Hong Kong Booing. You're blank. I think. I think this is to do with films. Yes. Yes. Films. Because Hong Kong Foo is meant to be voiced by Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, that's right. And that's it. They were posting a film of Rent a Ghost. Yeah. They both seem to have faded or died a death because I haven't heard anything further about them. Well, they're in pre-production still. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Brand was meant to be heading up the Rent a Ghost. Oh no. He got replaced by Ben Stiller apparently. Even still. Oh no. Yeah. 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 Eddie Murphy's is Hong Kong Foo or Penry. A mild man of janitor. Okay, the final one. Hanky time again. The people we can rely on no matter what. 
See ya. The people we love. Bye, Sir James. Yes, uh, uh, It was very peaceful. Talked a lot about you, if that's any comfort. Always made us pour an extra brandy, in case you came round one of these days. Yes, I think we all well. know this one, yeah. It's the sad passing of uh, Liz Sladen and Nick Courtney. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the greats. Through the what? Greats. Through the greats. I thought you said through the greats. I thought you said through the greats. I'm trying to be poignant. I'm trying to put a bit of emotion. You can be poignant. I get slapped down. Through the greats. What, are they going to be pressed in? Excuse me. That's it. Come here. Ow, ow, ow. That hurt. Yes. Nick, aged 81, and Liz, aged 65. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's it for the quiz. That's it. Put the bum on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put it early on. That would uh, bring it all down. Just <laughs> <laughs> so bring it down at the end. <laughs> so, this last year. Yes. Yes. Any highlights, lowlights? Um, As I'm storming off. Yeah, I think if there's one particular highlight we have to mm. mention. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Huffgate. Yeah, Huffgate. Huffgate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toastergate. <laughs> That's the second one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Toast, yeah. No, Huffgate, Huffgate. was um, <laughs> his response to mm. his perception of the Doctor Who monthly unashamedly spoiling I wasn't episodes. there for, I wasn't that, there for that, that one. Was, so. uh, uh, mm. I went, actually went over two... If you're looking at the titles, it went over two episodes because we had episode 105 which was the impossible loss which yeah. was actually the review which you saw in a pub didn't you uh yeah i watched the with, first yeah impossible astronaut at the uh, launch party thing up in london yeah, yeah, with, yeah with various infamous posters on the wall I, I wasn't spoiled by the posters, fortunately, but I'd already seen the front cover of the. You'd already DWM. seen the front cover, as, and then there was one hundred and four, mm. the grump of the, the spoiler foam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did start off the uh, the season off quite badly for me. Yeah. I'm saying yeah, so t- two two podcasts mm-hmm. we had to put up with this. Yeah. And a commentary. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The comment, well, you didn't say anything during the commentary. And wasn't there a panel at um, Hooverville? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was. Yes. I remember yeah. that, yeah. I didn't you? I mentioned it. Some there, idiot gave him a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, definitely a downer for me, that whole thing. That was a big mistake, I think. Mm. But, uh, didn't you get blocked on Twitter or something by... Um, What's his jobby face of the monthly? No, don't think so. I know. I know you had a personal one-to-one mm, argument. Yeah. On there was a bit of a flame war going on. I think mm. he threatened to, to block. We didn't actually go through it. Yeah. <laughs> he can only block you from his one though, can't he? he can't yeah, block yeah. you off oh, yeah. of Twitter. Yeah. No, I no, disagree no. with this person. Sorry, Cast well, them off. No, <laughs> isolate him totally. Fortunately not. Um, I think there was all, uh, for a high point was for me was probably also episode one or two. This is Gallifrey, a.k.a. the British Invasion. Uh, <laughs> yes. I can't believe that was over nearly a year, a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> that was good. And considering for some of us it was our first trip to America. Yeah. It was, yeah, uh, very memorable. Great fun with, with tweak- tweakies and mountain... Hi, Naya. Hi, Andre. <laughs> your, life, your, your now lifelong affliction with Mountain, mountain Dew. Dew. 
Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, one of my, I wouldn't say it was a highlight, more of a low light. Mm-hmm. Podcast 106 and the news that the Shat was going to <laughs> dramatically murder classic rock songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. As you listeners may be aware, I mean, I do like my rock music and to have most of my golden idols tarnished in that manner <laughs> was more than I could stand. What, Taken roughly. Mm-hmm. And just to rub salt into the wound twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had two copies of Becoming a Seeking Major Tom given to me for Christmas. As uh, soon as we knew that was out, your Christmas list was I, sorted. I, yeah. a, it, it was better that we weren't there, but I would like to have been a fly on the wall when on he Christmas the Day. Because he opened one present here, and, oh yes, thank you, ha ha. But mm. he thinks he's escaped it. <laughs> and he's in a moment of bliss and happiness, surrounded by your friends and family, <laughs> Christmas morning and, and open. bellowing out, you bastards! <laughs> <laughs> but no, we I'd... did get you a Snoopy as well, mm, thank to you, make yes. things mm, nice. Yes. <laughs> so I gave him some alcohol with which he could drown his sorrows. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's a nice bottle of red wine, yes. <laughs> very nice. And rhyme and wine. Rhyme. <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> yes, that was, that was one of the, uh, I wouldn't say pivotal moments of 2011. <laughs> Do you still have the CDs? Yes, <laughs> and I have played them. Mm. And strangely enough, we didn't it, intend to go that far. I know. And strangely enough, it is listenable. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I refuse to believe it is listenable. <laughs> well, it's not. The chat sitting in the Next thing will be the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding up and down the courtyard. Yep. Without some TV. We had Torchwood come back. Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, we put that in the bad category, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> yes. It was a disappointment, I have to say, after Children of Earth particularly. We'll see where it goes. Yep. No word on any new ones. I don't think we're going to be getting any more for, uh, for a while. For a while, yeah. I think we also have to sort of point towards recommendations. We oh, had yeah. uh, your recommendation for the Ben, ben Arnovich. Oh, yeah, stories. Rivers of London. Rivers of Moon London. Soho. And, yeah, did you do Moon Over Soho as well? I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I did it specifically. Yeah. And then there was the bizarre one with you two recommending EastEnders. Oh. Did you see the... Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 I didn't. Oh, I tell me, when Pat Butcher died, I mean... Her last words. She said, I'm scared. And then I cried. Oh, believe me, so... a lot. Fake, you know, sort of fake crumbly and mother-in-law fake crumbly were both falling their eyes out. Oh, so was I. Did you see Wixie at the funeral? Yeah. Ah. Oh, sorry. We've stopped. <laughs> <laughs> On one one positive thing for El Presidente, the story the story may not have been brilliant, but the sight of. Grunhilda Nobbecker oh. in a pirate's costume mm. wielding a sword. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I think that was the um, cause of many a sleepless I, no, night. I, I, got a, <laughs> yeah. I think, mm, think... Four happy um, tissues out of ten. Good nobbeckering this year. I think seeing the stage play... Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. What stage play? The oh, yeah. inadmissible Mr. evidence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Sorry. I've seen always a first to go. All I can picture is Lancelot in tight leather. Oh, I want to go see that. Interesting. And I think what really again sticks in my memory is she held my head. No, she did. No, is the Comic Con with her sitting down with you trying to get yourself at the optimum photograph angle directly in front and. Up. She had a very short skirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was very good in that panel. I oh, yeah, yeah. 
TV-wise, as uh, we should cover sometimes. I think what um, we've got to do for 2012 is, um, every time Karen Gillan is mentioned, we've got to have a tissue rating. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, like, um, the curse of the black spot is, like, tissue rating of three? Mm, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, appearing so... live at Comic-Con was yes. tissue rating of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yes, at least a seven or eight, yes. Yeah. Mm. Holding his head was mm-hmm. just off the scale. Oh, good grief, yeah. <laughs> it was the look she gave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the... Oh, what the hell is that? I, I, talking about that, if, sort of, you'll That's be able right, to talk in a minute, It's the look, look she gave in that photograph. Yeah. And then the look she also gave when you took the photograph with Matt Smith. Yeah, And yeah. it's standing there, I know that head. I've, I've seen, seen that, I've seen that seen head before. somewhere before. <laughs> it's just a look of dawning realisation on that face. Yeah. <laughs> Jean? about telly <laughs> oh come on Jean no, I don't think there's to. been anything <laughs> I do look forward to hearing what uh, they make of the Christmas card that we sent to them oh yeah <laughs> you're going to have to ask lining yeah. a cat basket yeah. as we speak yeah. well fair or foul depending on what they thought of it or not we had the fades yeah, yes, which yeah. does look like it's going to get another season. Oh, it, it does. does. Yeah, blimey. Yeah, I've, I've read or seen something somewhere. Well, seeing it ended on something of a rather big cliffhanger. Yeah, well, yeah. I.e. Doomsday. Yeah. Mm. We also did have one of probably the best Doctor Who stories in, in, the, in, in, in the whole thing. Space and time. Yeah. No, no. Time the, and space. Um, it was good. The Doctor's Tardis one. The Doctor's, Doctor's wife. Neil I knew what I wanted, but yeah. Yeah, we got there eventually. The Neil yes. Gaiman one. The yes. Doctor's wife and the girl who waited yes. were easily two of the best. Well, yeah. I mean, the latter part of the season, to my mind, was certainly outstanding. Stronger than the first. Stronger than the first, but but the Doctor's wife was one, definitely one of the high points of the first section. Yes, unquestionably. You're coming to take me away. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I have to say, I think that 2010 Doctor Who, for me at least, was better than 2011 Doctor In the same way that season one of Sherlock was better than season two. Yeah. Not much in it, but I did prefer season five of Who to season six. No, uh, I think, personally, I'm going to be the other way around. OK. I don't care. <laughs> <Sleep>. <laughs> All I know is Rory's going, and yeah, what's the point of life? Oh, oh, uh, personal high point, Dr Faustus. Oh, yeah, that was wonderful, just getting to gaze at Rory from a distance of about ten feet. (laughs) Shakespeare, for those that don't know. (laughs) I think also the the fact that we were able to get three complete stories of Elizabeth Sladen's Sarah Jane. Mm, We actually finished the series. It wasn't just like we got to the last one and disappeared. It was Mm. said they had enough time to do that coda, put the coda Mm. in, and, and the adventures continued. Yeah, which yes. I thought, and I thought it was actually yeah. quite nicely done as well. It was a shame it wasn't uh, more of a finale, finale really. Yeah. It was very much an every other story, it wasn't yeah. an end of season no, story. No, it was it was just a standard story. It was. But in some ways, that's quite nice because then it just fades off, so it could carry on for as long as you like in the imagination yeah. of the kids or yeah. stories of that kind of I stuff. So. I mean, we've obviously got the sad things that have happened this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One yeah. one piece of news that did pique my interest was back in sort of way, way back in my teenage years. Um, <laughs> that wasn't last year. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was um, the TV series and the book series of uh, the Tripods is going to be sort of possibly made into a film. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm, yes. yes. Yeah, we'll see what they do with that. Was there anything at the time. cinema that caught people's imagination? The end of Potter. Yes, yes, yes. 
Actually, um, I thought it was a pretty weak year for cinema, really. Yeah, it hasn't been the best. I think 2012, this year, is going to be a lot better. It's yeah. already starting to mm. be a lot better, although I've yet to cry at War Horse, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed that um, steampunk is starting yeah. to creep yeah, into Hugo a lot of films. Was very good. You've got Hugo, The Three mm. Musketeers had an element Sherlock of it. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock well, Holmes had an element. That. It's almost like their way of rewriting yeah. historicals, but still making them a bit more fun. So, yeah, keep them mm. historical, but updating them. Mm. I mean, personally, I thought Sherlock was very good myself, but I'm a, a Sherlock Sherlock, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Tomb. Yes. Yeah. The Viking Bark Falls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's this one called? Was it uh, something of shadows? Game, Game, Game of Shadows. Game of Shadows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what else we saw at the cinema. We went to a lot this year. But I can't. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's mm. that good. It's all stuck in my mind, yeah. other than Sherlock Mind Holmes you, sp- and Harry Potter. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. in a very tenuous connection, one film I'm looking forward to this year is uh, The Avengers. Oh, right. why the the Marvel? Sound- no, the soundtrack won't be ACDC. So. <laughs> oh no. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I say so. You got Iron Man, um, who else? Thor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. Um, no, not the thing. Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, that should prove to be rather yeah, interesting, especially if it's all the original characters reprising their roles. Yeah, mm-hmm. Josh Whedon. Yes, it's a director right. by mm-hmm. Josh Whedon. So, so there's mm-hmm. hope for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People say the trailer's very good. I haven't seen the trailer. We either. saw Thor, didn't we? we that, that, that was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Was that this year or last year? That was this year. Well, last year. Things I discovered, Neverwhere. Yes. Yes. Oh, you've never seen it. I've never, never seen, seen it before oh. at all, and courtesy of the podcast oh, and yeah. going on about it, I mm-hmm. watched it for the podcast. Mm. Yeah, good, yeah, so I yeah. discovered Neverwhere this year. London Below. Yeah. Mm, that's it. I discovered William Shatner can produce a listenable album. <laughs> really? I refused to that. I deny your reality. Yeah, I must have in the wrong CD. Yeah, I mm. deny your reality and replace it with my own. Yeah, but there again, he's being held, well, held up, literally. <laughs> <laughs> really? Literally by, <laughs> by the, mach- yeah, by the uh, musicians uh, who are playing, with, you know, playing for him. I discovered <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh right. yes, yes, yes. Big Bang mm. Theory is very good. I discovered Breaking Bad, which I've never spoken about. Not really a yeah. science fiction fantasy thing, but it's really good. I do recommend it. Keith, Keith discovery. already knew everything. Ah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, amongst the highlights for this year would be doing the interviews at Hooverville. Yep. Yeah. Hooverville, yeah. That yes, really especially good. the one with um, Winston Churchill. Yeah, that, I'm not, not sure it's enjoyable, sort of nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. Um, amongst those, also the highlight of interviewing... <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Right, there's some people you like and get on with, and there's other people. I think it was possibly a, a mutual admiration Loathing. society between me and Paul Darrow. Yeah, it seemed to be. Oddly, uh, did pick up a bit, I think, when I asked a question. Yeah, I think it's probably because when I went in, we, we came in late, and he said, Where have you been? And yeah. I said, The pub, and I don't think he was impressed. Well. But also, the interview with the, the, the dress designer. Yeah, Paige, Page, Louise Page. Louise Page. Yeah. Not someone you would sit there thinking, oh, Neverly, the dress designer or property. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating woman. Yeah, she did the Tenant Era, basically. Really, really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Really interesting interview. Mm. What's been cancelled this year or ended? Anything last year, rather? Anything much? Uh, Terminator, John Connor. Chronicles. I think that was probably twenty ten. I'd like to point out that Lock and Key never even got off the ground. No. Yeah. And yeah, from what I've shame. from what I've seen of it and what I've read from the uh, comic book, it would have been fantastic. Hmm, maybe there's still hope for that. Oh, we also had the pilot that we never saw for David Tennant's. 
Oh, Rex. Rex is not your lawyer. Rex is not oh, your lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he wasn't. Yeah. No, he did a really bad American accent. That was, <laughs> mm, that yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually a Tenant fan, but yeah, I'll agree with you. That was a pretty poor American. Yeah. I never got to see it. I've seen clips. I've seen clips of it too, the yeah. clips on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. pretty bad. It's, it's no house, that's for sure, no. in terms mm. of the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Tron as well, Tron Legacy. Was that, was that the end of that's 2010? the end of 2010, yeah, that was. Well, yeah. we saw it on New Year's Day, sort of 2011, so... <laughs> it crossed over. The head of Pertwee yes. got his own Facebook up and running this year. Yes, he did, yeah. And, he appeared, on, and he appeared on American TV. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yes. he's met more famous people than we have. And yes. more doctors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he literally has. None of us have met Matt Smith, but he has. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, um, he's certainly raised his game this year. Oh, he's speaking of which, no, we haven't said hello to the head of He's sitting there looking smug. Look he at him. He is. He's lost his hat. <laughs> Not Christmas anymore. No. Oh, hello. Right. hello, 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 Percy. Hello, cardboard. Hello, assorted, dangerous Churchill and Graham. Can I please make a request for 2012? Yeah. What's that? You declutter. The list is getting bigger and bigger. Which one would you lose? Come on. You can't get lose Graham. He's cute. Little Amelia's too young to be left on her own. Fashion spot would set the boys on you. And dangerous Churchill's just dangerous. And I'm worried about his plastic. Amy's up there. How many? Not now. He's got two police women. And He's got an orgy of ponds. Yeah, an orgy. A moistness. A moistness. This is ponds, definitely yes. an orgy of ponds. He's <laughs> got a moistness of ponds. So yeah, interesting last year, but obviously not that eventful because we can't remember <laughs> well, much we're, about we're, it. No, we're, we're concentrated. We're looking forward to next year. This year. This, this year. year. Yeah. No, this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good stuff happening. We're also future. looking forward to next year yeah. if we could get tickets to go to Chicago. Chicago, but that's beside the point. Oh, oh exhibition! Oh yes, yes. Doctor Who. We went to the exhibition, open, but it's closing soon. Yes, Cardiff, isn't it? We must go again before it yes. goes. Twenty yes. second of February, I think it closes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's funny. I was watching a program the other day about the year in review, and it said everyone will remember where they were for the wedding of Kate <laughs> and Harry. And I'm sitting there. Yeah, I was at the Doctor Who <laughs> 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 exhibition, yep. sitting in a pub when the planes went. <laughs> Over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were very low. They were. That was, and I was actually very impressed by the exhibition as well. Yeah, certainly the props and costumes, the amount of stuff they brought out of storage. And yeah. mm. One thing renovated. that sticks in my mind for sad reasons was the little note they put by the Sarah Jane costume. Yeah. Mm. Lots of um, middle-aged men reading it and then walking <laughs> away with something in their eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There were stains on Amy Pond's costume as well. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> Only you. you. <laughs> yes, and we will have to get ourselves our act together to go to it quickly. Yeah, there were a few new things added. Yeah. Was that it? I think that's yeah, it. that was it. Yeah. Okay, so that was 2011. Mm, yes. So, who knows what 2012 has in store for us? The end of the world. Well, according, according to we, the Mayans. We can't go to um, Chicago. Well, the fun- world will end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They've actually now said it isn't right. Well, I, I was guessing it wasn't. <laughs> because because <laughs> no, the one thing I actually thought of when they came out with it, and they're saying, you know, blah, apart from the fact it's not the first Mayan calendar that ends and all this, when they worked it all out, they forgot to take into things like the changing from the Gregorian to the Julian calendars and the 10 mm. months and 12. And the date uh-huh. that that was about was about six years ago yeah oh. so the world Oops. has blown up and we haven't even yeah. noticed it hmm. it's like the rapture all over it yeah. <laughs> 
okay, at the end of the last podcast, we offered a prize. We did Some indeed. signed picture mm-hmm. thingy mm. for the person who gives us the best prediction for 2012. Mm. So we've all selected our favourites of the thousands you sent in. Quite a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a few. And out of the ones we've chosen, we will pick a winner. Mm. So, El Presidente, what have you chosen? My favourite one was uh, Karen Gillan will release a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we could have guessed that. And who sent mm-hmm. that one in? Uh, Mr. M. Oh, my Mm. (laughs) Gene. Well, I think I have to keep the theme here of um, the podcast's true, normal predictions. Mm. Everyone or anything (laughs) that ever worked for Tom Baker will die. (laughs) Poor K9. Who sent that one in? Sandro. Sandra, you're a weirdo. The one I've chosen is the ultimate prediction of a long line of predictions. Okay. And it has followed a theme from from the group that he's done. Right. And it's from Andre Tessier. Right, yes. And the final one is, I get extremely pissed at Gallifrey 1, pick someone up and wander around while with them on my shoulders. (laughs) So you're going again then next (laughs) year? Prediction. Right. Well, I, I have two. You know, one of which is incredibly strange. Okay. Uh, Sandro saying every host in play school will die. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, play school? I don't age? know. Yeah. What's Brian Kent ever, ever done to anyone? <laughs> well, had we don't had a know. name that could be mispronounced. Oh yes. And I must con- <laughs> I must concur with Andre Tessier. Oh. Um, yes, he will get extremely. Yeah, Gallifrey one, pick some up and wander around yeah. for a while with them on my shoulders. Oh, wow, good two guys, aren't yes. they? Uh, mine was from Patrick, who said yep. the new companion will be female and her official podcasting name will be Smorgasbord <laughs> Heffelheimer. <laughs> I think we've got to stick with that when mm. she does come. Yeah. Smorgasbord Heffelheimer. So we have two for Sandro and two, two for Andre. Andre. Oh. We have to come to a mm, winner. Yes. Mm, okay. But having said that, what was, what was Sandro had two different selections. Well, in that case, Andre's the winner. Okay. You know, he had right. two of the same one. Yeah, so two people voted for the for, same for, one. Two people oh, yes, that's voted true. for the same yeah. one. Okay. See, that's so how be... voting works. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing about fairness and decency. No, no. no. <laughs> I do have to admit that there was a, a quick follow-up. Again, it's still Andre's. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, someone on that podcast gets a delivery of Mountain mm. Dew and Twinkies and or chocolate. Chocolate-covered Twinkies. Mm. Can you imagine chocolate-covered Twinkies? Chocodile. So our yeah. winner is... Andre, Andre Tessier. Well hey. Some picture or other, but we're holding it hostage until we mm. get the mountain view. <laughs> Honourable mentions to Sandro. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yep. Oh, a actually. bit odd. There's, there's and some really obsessed good ones with death. <laughs> right, you've been writing to us again, you lovely, lovely people. You and have. some of you really haven't been sticking to the two pages rule. No. <laughs> We really haven't. I don't think any of them they have. I'm naming names. Andre, Adrian. (laughs) They go from not writing to us to To writing writing tongues. Which we like. We don't want you to stop. (laughs) It's just, we want you to write and don't then cut it down to two pages, but then send us six emails at two pages. (laughs) Anyway, we've heard from Mr. M. Hello, Hello, Mr. M. M. He says, hello, teams. Namely, Staggering Stories, Flashing Blade, DWO, who cast dwo torchcast 20 megabyte podcast and the who is the man podcast teams 
Look at these people. And so it's time for the second annual podcast awards. Ooh. And this time there is a twist. You can vote. And by you, I mean the listeners, the readers, and those of you who make the podcast themselves. Vote for me. To vote, all you need to do is send me your preferences for who you think should win in each category. And there is a lot to brandon.simpsons at tiscally.co.uk. Do we have a name for Mr. M? Well, he told Could us that name fake. a while ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> If you are a podcaster, you cannot vote for yourself. I think he means vote. <laughs> or for your podcast. And to encourage people to vote, anyone who replies to me will be entered into a draw to win a copy of Doctor Who, The Time Traveller's Almanac. Mm. You don't have to vote for every category, as there are loads, but try to vote for as many as you can. Mm. Voting will close on Saturday, March the 31st, and the awards and winners will be announced on Monday, April the 9th. So here we go. Okay. Section 1, Podcasts. The first category is Best Female Podcaster, and the nominations are A. Fake Keith, Staggering Stories B. Alicia Pearson, 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast C. Vicky, The Flashing Blade D. Jean Riddler, Staggering Stories mm. Best Male Podcaster is A. Adam J. Purcell, Staggering <laughs> Stories B. It's Real really Keith, enough. Staggering Stories Thank you, thank you C. Thank you. Ben Shoveler, 20 Megabyte Podcast D. Dave Keep, DWO Who Cast Aww, <laughs> Funny! <laughs> yeah, I'm like that, I don't get mentioned. No. <laughs> Best overall podcaster A. Kalishon! <laughs> DWO Who Cast. B. Adam Pearson, 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. C. Reese Parton, too many to name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four now? I don't know. Best edition of a podcast any individual episode of a podcast of your choice. Oh. Best podcast. A. Staggering Stories. Yeah. B. The Flashing Blade. <laughs> C. The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. D. DWO Torchcast. So as well as those five categories, there will be awards for Best New Podcast and the Special Award, Ooh. both of which will be picked by Mr. M and his associates. Which special? <laughs> Section 2. The Show. Mm. Best Episode of 2011. Your favourite episode from The Impossible Astronaut to The Doctor, Who, the, Doctor the Widow and the Wardrobe, mm -hmm. not including the extra scenes. Two votes are allowed. Best Companion. A. Amy Pond. Yeah. B. River Song. C. Rory! <laughs> A. C. C. A. C. Best A. Guest Actress. Any actress from the past year. You can vote for three people here. Oh. Best Guest Actor. Same as above. Mm -hmm. Most Wanted Return. Which character or villain you want to see in series seven best, <laughs> best writer from series six best villain best monster section three the spin-offs best sarah jane adventures series five episode best torchwood miracle day episode best ever series of sarah jane including the invasion of the bane and series one and finally best ever doctor and best ever companion shut up purcell <laughs> <laughs> so get voting and don't forget the prize mr m Oh, thank you, thank Mr. you, M. Mr. M. And without leading the voters, you all know who to vote for, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The clue is staggering stories. <laughs> I would just use my Jedi mind trick. You will vote for staggering stories. You've got fingers. Oh, they can't tell. <laughs> no, don't put them up for there. Staggering That's stories. <laughs> Right, we have one here from Kirby. Hello, Kirby! Kirby. He's definitely a boy. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the crocodile Dundee thing, have you? 
I have. Okay. <laughs> Quite the handful. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My attempt at humour with the story of Shatner and Reese singing Ode to Joy was intended to be an entry to win the picture of Colin Baker holding aloft the head of Medusa. Uh, yes. Poetry. Oh. Yes. Uh-huh. We, yes. We did enter it in. Yes, yes and I had to sing the... it badly. Yeah, <laughs> but it was one of the um, entries. We did enter mm. in the entries, yes. I'm not sure if that was clear in my email. I'm now convinced I won't win it. However, Aww. as it was a bit lame, or nutters. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Two, has the gender drift of my first name started happening in Great Britain as well? Oh, bother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. your Facebook photo just showed me. Which way we should have gone. <laughs> it's hard to tell these days. No, believe me, we know. Kirby's definitely a boy. <laughs> I first noticed what used to be... a very be... boyish picture. I first noticed what used to be... Kirby's ex... going to be really cross if I interrupt <laughs> yeah. him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sure in the latter, that's sort of a picture on Facebook, are you? The, uh... You're not really. You're meant mm. to have your strides on. Yeah. <laughs> I first... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me! <laughs> Count to ten. One, two... Oh, him. Sorry. <laughs> I first noticed what used to be an exclusively male name started to be used as a female name about five years ago when a host reading feedback I sent to a non-Doctor Who podcast assumed I was female because he, he only knew females named Kirby. Mm-hmm. My name joins Adrian, Evelyn, Erin, Leslie, Lynn, Marion and Robin and I'm sure many others in this club of gender-drifting first names. Keith. <laughs> we had a guinea pig I- called Kirby and she was a girl. <sighs> I'm male. Here is a link to a picture of me on my front. (laughs) (laughs) As I was going to continue with me on my front porch with my three daughters posing with some of my Doctor Who stuff. Okay. And yes, I know the fourth Doctor scarf I am wearing in the picture is inaccurate. And he puts up a link to a. Three, pardon me for not being with the rest of the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast crew when they were recorded Christmas greetings. I skip one day's recording and they go off and seem to have recorded approximately 1,771,561 <laughs> Christmas greetings for various Doctor Who podcasts without me. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Whoops, sorry. 1,771,561 was the number of triples Spock estimated there were in the... Quadro, uh, quadro triticale. Triticale. That's assuming one triple multiplying with an average litter of ten, producing a new generation every twelve hours over a period of three days. What gets me is real Keith was <laughs> nodding knowingly. She was like, I knew that figure. Yeah, yeah. At least according to Spock, as that math does not seem to work. Adam and the twenty megabyte Doctor Who podcast crew only seemed seemed like they recorded that many Christmas greetings on the Doctor Who podcast on the day I took off. Anyway, a belated Happy Christmas and Merry New Year to the Staggering Stories team. Kirby Bartlett Sloan, American correspondent for the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. P.S. No attempt to spell the word humour properly above. They cannot spell here in America. I make attempts to try and correct this. I am losing. <laughs> you put a U thank in there. Oh, you're such a sweetie pie. Thank you, oh, thank you Kirby. Still said math Kirby. rather than math, so. I know. Well, one step at a time. Yeah. Great. We'll um, get them put in a U in colour, and then we'll move on to maths. <laughs> we have one here, which is the rest of the letter from Mr. M from last time. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. And even now, it sort of spills over to four pages. Mm. <laughs> No, no, no. So, 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 so bear with me. Okay. We're down to number six. The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe. It's his quick review of the Absol episode. Yep. Uh, zero ten minutes. Heartbreaking, fantastic acting. Made for a miserable Christmas day at seven o'clock. 
11.20 minutes. Matt Smith at his best. 21.30. And then I start to find it a bit odd, almost as if the vast toffee has run out of ideas Ooh. and is sort of playing for time whilst he's getting towards the end. Yeah. 30 to 31 to 40 minutes. And whilst playing for time, he puts three potential fantastic characters in it for 15 seconds of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 41 and 50, and now the idea he had at the start comes into play. 5160, I'm sorry to say that I have watched the last five minutes a lot of times. A lot of figure. And I can't see any Karen Gillan's legs. Tis not acceptable. <laughs> His Christmas presents. Torchwood Miracle Day, a fair few actors, probably better than uh, the stories. Harry Potter from page to screen, a truly fantastic book. I've the got one that. That, yes, the one you got. It's got some really good pictures. It is, oh, yes. it is, it is a very good book. Very good uh, Doctor Who Revisions 1. He can't watch. wait to watch Kay's Van Dazani. Oh. Doctor Who Lost in Time. Ah, oh, black and white episodes. Here we come. <laughs> uh, the Marvel Chronicles. He's a very keen Marvel comic fan. And number six. Complete sixth serial to Doctor Who. A, at the traditional box set, this year offers isn't as vast as some years, aimed mainly due to the fair being to only four on five commentaries at most. Yeah. Uh, full-length Doctor Who conventions would have been nice, not the disc-featured cut-downs. But yeah. the commentaries and the confidentials are fantastic. Personally, I love the Neil Gaiman one. Yeah. It's a beautiful one. I, I just want to say about the commentaries... Real shame that neither Matt Smith nor Karen Gillan were even in it this time. Yeah, Last year yeah. they had Gillan, but no Matt Smith. Not even yeah. her this time. Right. What are they doing? Right, review of... Uh, number nine, review of 2011. So, last year, so many menus. While we're still recovering from the brilliance of the Christmas Carol, we were gifted with the wonderful Primeval Series 4. And then came <laughs> Being Human Series 5. Ah, Mitchell, we mourn you. We also mourn Nicholas Courtney, whose passing has left marks in all our hearts, but we were rewarded with some great tributes of the brig, of which I must say yours was the best. Speaking of you, you became 100, which was good. Uh, we also had Gallifrey 22, though I didn't personally attend, and the hype for the Series 6 of The Doctor began with looking up Karen Gillan's skirts for comment relief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then another blow to the universe, Elizabeth Sladen's death shock everyone. Yeah. Now, I still can't truly believe it. She always looks so young and happy, and to, and to imagine her, well, it's not all uh, geared to musicable, because just a short time later, Series 6 was here, and the Doctor died. Well, wait, good way to keep us crying, Moffat. And Amy wore pink tights, okay, and looked very, very sexy. God, I'm going on today. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then she exploded. Well, sort of. <laughs> and then we had her sexy daughter, River Song. But then the doctor had to leave us for a while, and we were treated or forced to the delights of Torchwood, Miracle Day, or as Jean calls it. Torchwood. Yep. <laughs> and then the bonk fest that was Camelot. <laughs> ah, Eva Green's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Harry Potter, Deathly Harrows Part 2. Ah, uh, Emma, I'm not sure if I can say that, because she was a bit too young. But oh, she's, she's not in that. She's well, in you know, ah, Emma Watson's nipples. Oh, sorry, in my dreams again. <laughs> and then we had Doctor Who. Ah, Karen Gillan's. No. Oh, no. I'm getting carried away here. Anyway, the second half of Series 6 was one of the best episodes shown since the series was brought back, which I think is um, The Girl Who Waited. Mm. And then Rivers, wed uh, Rivers Wedding, and Merlin returned with a darker, more foreboding feel. Mm. And yeah. then we had the last Sarah Jane episodes. 
and Karen Gillan on stage, and then uh, and then the doctor was widowed. <laughs> <laughs> then the doctor was widowed. Hang on, didn't get married last episode. Ah, that's a good point. What was it with this year? With the marriage last year, the doctor's wife, the wedding of River Song, and the doctor and the widow in the wardrobe. Yeah. Multiple question marks. Mm. But there is one more thing I've forgotten that happened in 2011. Mr. M rambled on far, far <laughs> too much. And I think it's going to happen in 2012, too. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, and a, a new look started. story coming to your website. This is his review, uh, preview for next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a new look story coming to your website. You know it will very soon. Doctor yeah. lands on a space station in the fast future. Was sent to mine an old plague planet. The mission is going well, but an alien vampire attacks the base and begins to spread a virus through the team. The Doctor must race to find a cure. In Victorian London, a man named Albert gets caught up in a fight with the last survivors of the war with the Cybermen and the Kalakishi. When, <laughs> thank you. When being chased, he stumbles upon a time machine and begins travelling through different periods of both time and space. When, <laughs> when these two events collide, time itself is threatened by the last remaining Cyberman. And when the time for his death approaches, the must doctor must stalk the streets of London for one last clue. A woman known only as Miss Everett, who holds the key to survival of the human race. Doctor Who, The Paths of Time, Episode 1, The Streets of London! By Mr. M. Begins March 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yes. Frank Keith, I think your husband needs a kiss of life. Oh, yes. <laughs> Happy New Year, team. Um, you haven't told us who has risen to us yet. I know I haven't, and if you give me 30 seconds, <laughs> I will. Very well. <laughs> Happy New Year, team. Reese here. <laughs> no audio feedback this time, apart from my shared feedback with my co-host at Doctor Archives podcast, DwarfArchivesWordpress.com. <clears throat> plug, plug. <laughs> the wonderful Patrick Lickman, but I thought I'd send you a New Year's thank you for the superb work you've done this year. You've helped me through some hard times this year. I won't go into too many details, but the fun I have listening to your show is the one great highlight of my, well, it should be week, but it's sadly fortnight. Mm. So I think it's time <laughs> to review the 2011 Christmas special. Oh, yeah. How sad would was Pat's death? Oh no, oh. 2011 Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh. Or last year's Doctor Who Christmas special. I can't believe last year went so fast. It does. Tell me about Giddy it. Old. Yes. Anywho, Anywho, time to review. See what I did there? The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe. It opened with a fantastic sequence. No, not the title sequence. That meant nothing if you hadn't seen the prequel. But even then, it was pretty random. I still enjoyed it, though, and I thought the production values were some of the best we've seen in Who, and the stunt work that Matt Smith enjoyed was pretty fantastic. As was the music for the scene, such as up-tempo, exciting version of I Am The Doctor, which, unfortunately, there is a possibility we may never hear off the show because it's one of the only episode original pieces for the episodes. Yeah. 
unless, on the next yeah, season well, soundtrack. Unless they put it on the season seven soundtrack, yeah. that's the season seven soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Then we have the eleventh Doctor falling an even longer distance than the tenth Doctor <laughs> fell in the end of time. It just goes to show that he should rely on a glass dome for surviving, and should really pack an impact suit in his tweed jacket's dimensional transcendental pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Thus, following the introduction of the Arwell family with Madge, Lily, and Cyril, and their father Reg, who is missing for most of the story. Dead. Probably because he's off filming Pointless or something on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the two children, I think, both did a fantastic job, with Matt Smith occasionally being given an opportunity to work off them. That's one of the biggest problems I have with the episode, is that the Doctor really seemed to take a step back. But when he did, he did it well. Another problem I had is... There wasn't enough Bill Bailey. (laughs) I wouldn't have called him a guest star, more of a cameo, but he still did a fine job. I have to agree there. If you're going to have someone like that in, use Mm. it for more than 30 seconds. Overall, the first time I saw this, I thought it was a bit up and down with pace and quality of the plot. But I can understand the plot part, given it's a Christmas episode and it doesn't need to be too complicated. And the fact that Moffat had the flu while writing it. (laughs) Excuses, excuses. But after a few more viewings and because of the fun I got from it, I can say that it's definitely a fun bit of Christmas viewing. Although it shows Moffat wasn't running 100% when he wrote because of the cold and writing Sherlock at the same time. And speaking of Sherlock, and using an extremely obvious segue, Season 2, Episode 1. As I summed it up, one of my Facebook statuses, Sherlock Season 2, Episode 1. A little cheeky, a little (laughs) naughty, a lot clevery, with brilliant music and acting as always. Mm. And that's pretty much where I stand. But to go a bit more in depth, Jim Moriarty, cue crumbly goons voice please. Moriarty. (laughs) is brilliant (laughs) I love the fact he's a dark evil character yet has stayed alive as his ring tone (laughs) also that was quite a pun such fantastic performance and the delivery of the line if I find out you're lying to me I will find you and I will skin you made me both smile at how brilliantly evil the character is and made me unsettled Moving on to Irene Adler, played by Lara Pulver. I'm sorry to big it up, Jean, again, Jean, but she oh, was no. in Robin Hood. Oh, yes, yeah, she was, yes. Who yeah. was she in Robin Hood? Get exactly, they all seem to blend into one. <laughs> the yeah. evil sister or something like that. I never saw those ones. But we can move on, and she put in an, shall we say, interesting <laughs> performance in that, but in this she was pretty damn superb mm. and pretty. And pretty naked at a few points, hidden only by Benny Camberbadge, Cumberbatch, Patchy Batchy's thinking head. (laughs) Thinking head. (laughs) Not the other one. Mark Gattis and Martin Freeman were both fantastic, as was Ben, but I did find Sherlock's character perhaps just a bit too smart. I know he's a genius, but if he's that smart now, later on it'll be hard to be number one. Yeah, he hadn't seen the final episode by the time yes. he no. this. Not to make the plot too confusing, and yeah. to keep him looking smart. Yeah. 
Being me, I should mention the music. I noticed, as with the Who special, they reused some music, mainly characters' themes, but the newer pieces in this were fantastic, especially the theme that evolved throughout and reached its peak in the scene where Irene was rescued. A lovely piece. Mm. Also, Sherlock's theme, the very playful theme, is very catchy and often find myself humming it. Anyway, I thought it was a great episode, exciting in more than one way, you all know what I mean. <laughs> and I'm definitely looking forward to the next two in season. Mm. So, I hope this waffle gets to you in time. Fake yep. Heath has yep. just said on her Facebook status that she should head to Adam's house. So I'm typing as you're travelling or possibly even a recording. And thank you for a brilliant podcast. Two days ago, ABC2 started airing all seasons of New Who, airing Mondays to Friday at 7.30pm. Just thought I'd let you all know in case any of your other Australian listeners didn't know. That's for now. Reese of the Who is the Man podcast, the Doctor Who Archives podcast, the Pratchett podcast, and the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Getting far too much time on his hands. Mm. Do you want to add on the uh, shark music? There's a soundtrack coming out, isn't there? Is there? Mm. I shall have to keep my uh, eyeballs peeled for that. So, yeah, again, it's another one with some very interesting and catchy music. Yeah, I don't know who it. does it. It's not Murray no, Gold. No, it's not it? Murray Gold. It's someone else. Mm-hmm. Heard from Andre. Hello, Hello Andre. Andre. He says, well, I'll be brief, I promise. Well, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Hello, all various humans and subhumans, as well as plastic, cardboard, and otherwise non-human parts of this podcast. A special hello to the head of Pertwee and all masturbatory fantasy items <laughs> that inhabit the recording space of the Staggering Stories podcast. I have no idea what That's you mean. you, crumbler. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to I'm honoured. <laughs> I have not written lately as I've been busy, frightfully busy. Oh, well, after I've been a lazy slugger <laughs> Getting right to the thick of it, then to be followed by a few predictions, hopes and fears. The Christmas special. It was acceptable, but a bit lopsided. The first half was lovely. The second half barely gave the Doctor much to do. Loved the children, the house, also the model of the house, not to scale, sorry. Was a bit sad with the lack of use of Bill Bailey and Arabella Weir. Mm. This has all been beaten as hard and thoroughly as a dead horse can, so onwards. Predictions! Doctor Who's writing will not suffer due to Sherlock this year. There will be a casual mention of the 2012 Olympics in a tongue-in-cheek sort of way during the series. Mm. I get tipsy at Gallifrey 1 this Mm. February. Yeah. There will be a cameo by someone that acts on Downton Abbey. Hoping for Maggie Smith, will settle for Penelope Wilton, even in flashback. <laughs> someone on that podcast gets a delivery of Mountain Dew and or Twinkies <laughs> and or Chocodiles. Chocolate-covered Twinkies. Chocodiles. <laughs> I get drunk at Gallifrey 1 in LA. River Song will be used much, much less. DWN will spoil something. <laughs> yeah, that's guaranteed. Mm. I get really drunk at Gallifrey One next month in Los Angeles. <laughs> David Tennant will carry the Olympic torch, not just in the just not in the stadium. Usually, the flame is passed from person to person, each for one mile. I'm sure they can squeeze him in somewhere. <laughs> Barrowman says somewhere. Why, yes, I'd love to go back on Doctor Who. <laughs> Hi. BBC America will have a hand in producing Doctor Who, if only to spread the cost around. 
Doctor Who Confidential will be a web-based series and not have Karen and Arthur go shopping type features, <laughs> but have actual Doctor Who related content. That would make a change. <laughs> New so. York TARDIS will be announced and have an actually committed date. <laughs> I get extremely pissed at Gallifrey mm-hmm. One picks someone up and wander around for a while with them on my shoulders <laughs> Hopes yeah. that sometime late in the year You will announce your triumphant return to Gallifrey One in 2013 <laughs> Don't think it's going to happen <laughs> I think it's going to be Chicago oh, wait and see. Prediction There will be a drunken call to your room at some time between 11pm and 1am <laughs> At least one night or morning if that happens Closer to 1am <laughs> <laughs> That Amy Pond leaves, but Rory... Well, Rory stays as long as he can. Yay! Man, man crushing on Rory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom Baker... You'll be quiet. You're it's a masturbatory talk. There's <laughs> <laughs> a romance going on over there. Yeah. Tom Baker does a US convention and survives to return to the UK... Side note, honestly, after killing off at least one of the doctors at a convention, I don't yeah. know how any of them come here. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Yeah. Christopher Eccleston grows up and gives in to fan demand for his embracing his, his time as the doctor and does a con or two and find out that he loves it. Crawley so. FC will win the FA Cup despite, <laughs> despite Chris Foy's best efforts to give it to old Baconface and that team from just outside of Manchester. Yes! <laughs> I'll explain Chris Foy in that later. Yes. Baconface. Ferguson. Oh, right. Another episode is found, but the counter remains at 106 as everyone's copy of Fear Her disappears. <laughs> <laughs> they announce the 15th Doctor, 10 plus 5, will be played by Olive Tennant when she's old enough. <laughs> the kids from the Sarah Jane Adventures become companions. Mm. The TARDIS Tavern podcast becomes a fan force to be reckoned with. Never heard of it? Take a look on iTunes or go to TARDISTavern.com. We'll put the link up. <laughs> Fears. Oh. Oh. Benedict Cumberpatch shows up as the master. Between him and Matt Smith, the market for cheekbone implants <laughs> in the Doctor <laughs> Who market explodes. Character Options makes a small mince worth of money making them, but still lack the wherewithal to make a Rory action figure. <laughs> There's one coming, actually. A Rory action figure? Yeah, or cheekbones. <laughs> well, I don't know cheekbones. Rex Matheson becomes a companion. Oh, oh no. God, please no. <laughs> Two words. Slitheen, return. Shudder. That's three words. <laughs> like we need more fart jokes. And finally, Karen Gillan does the nude Dalek photos, but it is the Dalek that is naked. <laughs> all in all, let's see if any of these come true. Andre, roving reporter and occasional bartender for the TARDIS Tavern podcast. P.S. See, told you I could be short. Additional! <laughs> My family on Boxing Day at my mother-in-law's, we waited to do Christmas crackers with them. Cost was $28, £18.25. Yeah. I don't know about Georgia. Having lived there, it is a barren, rural wasteland, and other than my son being <laughs> there, I'm glad to be rid of the place. But here in New York, I found them everywhere, including Mayors of Keswick, which is where I bought my mince pies, etc., for the holiday. Yes, as the price states, it was the high-end crackers, except, of course, the jokes. Andre, roving yeah. reporter for the TARDIS Tavern, as well as occasional bartender. P.S. Yes, I grew a beard. Maybe I should cosplay as the master at Galley. <laughs> you know You're a strange man, Andre, but we will love you dearly. Do you know they don't have Boxing Day in America? They no. don't, no. no. They have it in Canada, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's odd. Yes. On that Cumberbatch thing, it reminded me of the little joke they had on the, the Baskervilles one. Eh. Holmes lifts up his jacket and Watson says to him, don't do the mysterious thing, all jacket and, ju- and, ch- and cheekbones. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, yeah. 
Remember the don't be yourself in the taxi thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we have one here from Pam. Hello, Hello, Hello Pam. Pam. Hello to the cardboard, plastic, and flesh members of the team. Ooh, hey. that's mm. you again, Crumbly. <laughs> have we heard mm. from Pam before? I'm not sure we have. I don't no. know. Hey. We must I... be nice to Pam. Yes, it's I... Pam's first time. Be gentle. Hello, Pam. <laughs> Hello, Pam. Welcome. I discovered your website two or three months ago oh, and made the mistake Pam. of listening to Mr. Dalek invade Trumptonshire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting the flashbacks. <laughs> this is understandable. Yeah. Despite this, I started to download your podcast, which I find strangely enjoyable. <laughs> You're not normal, Pam. <laughs> you said not to insult Oh, sorry. Pam. It's the first you, time. Gotta be anyway, gentle. I wouldn't say the Christmas special was a great episode, but I did find it entertaining. Mm. Mm, yeah. It had some fun stuff and some poignant moments. I was going to say touching moments, but I thought, no, perhaps not. <laughs> not with Adam in them. <laughs> it's true the happy ending was no great surprise, and the plot was very simple, but given that it was Christmas and the previous series had contained so much that was dark and twisty, I didn't mind. No. I don't see the Harvest Rangers as villains. Ordinary people too busy making a living to think about the ethics of what they are doing. Mm. Perhaps the Doctor should take a trip to their planet. Maybe he maybe shouldn't, given what's happened in the past. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a good idea. And get an environmental movement going. Yeah, look up... Um, Caves. Caves and Rosanna, yeah. yeah. As for the coming year, I predict that the Ponds will find out what happens to River in the library, and that is where the heartbreak will come in. Aww. Aww. I also predict that after she leaves, Karen Gillan will be photographed posing with a naked Dalek. <laughs> You're all obsessed with <laughs> naked Daleks. <laughs> Looking forward to your next podcast, Pam. Thank you, Thank Pam. You, Pam. Thank you, Pam. See, I'm not sure. She makes a good point about the silence in the library. Yeah. Yeah. But um, to quote Dave Lister, you're born and then you die. The stuff in the middle's called life and that's still to come. So they, yeah. they must know River's going to die eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must admit, I suppose, as your, as it's your kid, it can't be very nice finding out exactly. But we don't know when the library sets, so it could be 150 years' time kind of stuff. Well, I think, being well, the 51st century, around. isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, but considering she's a time traveller, that's, 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 that's fine. beside yeah. the point. But and I, she lives on in the computer. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's yeah. the ultimate fate of Amy and Rory. Oh, can you imagine how cool World of Warcraft would be if you were actually <laughs> in the computer? <laughs> Ah, oh, that'd be brilliant. Can we do that? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we have one here from Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro, you twisted, twisted man. <laughs> so I base that on his predictions. Oh, <laughs> my headphones broke. What? what? Why did they break? Well, I was flicking through episode one, two, three, and I realised I wasn't hearing any sound. Oh. Then I pressed the unmute button and fake Keith yelled, Nutter! <laughs> 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 That was the last thing that ever came out of those lovely things. You broke yes, his headphones. Head <laughs> anyway, predictions of TV in 2012. Primeval will announce a sixth season, but it will be the last one ever made. Hallelujah. Star Wars, the Clone Wars will be cancelled. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to read that one again? <laughs> 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 He's being all booky. Star Wars. When he sings memory like that, it's really effective. <laughs> Star Wars, the Clone Wars will be cancelled. <laughs> Damn it, I'm going to read this line and you're bloody well going to listen. Star Wars, the Clone Wars will be cancelled. Top Gear Australia will be cancelled for the fifth time. 
What? The Crazy Kids show Ben 10 will return for some other crazy series that no one in their right mind will ever even watch. Okay. Nope. Every host in play school will die. Why? <laughs> why? This is why you're twisted, Sandro. <laughs> Stargate will make another series that's actually pretty good, but Fox will cancel it. That'd be terrible. Yeah. yeah. An improbable podcast coming soon. We'll resurrect William Hartnell. Okay. Okay. William Hartnell will die again because an improbable podcast coming soon. We'll find out how grumpy he really was. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a everyone. There somewhere. I think there was or Something. anything that ever worked for Tom Baker will die. Poor Twisted. canine. Twisted, Sandro. <laughs> And I've got a question for you people. What will happen to K9? Isn't he blocking some black hole or something? I haven't heard from him since K9 and friends came onto television. What a stupid show. Stuck at university with Mm. Luke. Yes. Yes. Ah. Bow ties are cool. Sandro. P.S. All of the predictions are for comical use only and do not mean anything about anything anywhere. (laughs) P.P.S. I think you'd better add fake Keith to the odd ball pile. Why? (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. enough. I thought I was already Mm. there. We have another one from Sandra. Hello. Hello again, Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Yes, Jack is back. I've got even more points to bring up with you guys. Okay. And girls. Going back to the subject of Minecraft. Keith says something about the Weeping Angels. Yes. Yes, there is a Weeping Angels mod, or modification. It also contains Daleks and Cybermen. Oh. The new version, which is coming soon, contains Silence. Mm. If you play multiplayer, I'm known as Mega Miner 007. Mm-hmm. I have a large reputation of being a so-called noob. <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah. Yay! But do you believe me? No. They banned me. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about a really good TV show I've fallen upon. Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> I was a huge fan of SG-1 when my dad and his friends were watching it. I loved it. I saw all ten seasons. I wanted to start Atlantis, but was put off by somebody saying it was junk. But I still saw the first episode, and it was awesome. But please tell me, is SGU good? Atlantis is better. Yes. Mm. I started getting into SGU, actually. I I haven't seen enough of it, but the ones I saw... I think... Didn't start off well. Yeah, I think SGU hit its stride after we found out it was (laughs) cancelled. Around about episode 5, 6, I think it really sounds... Just given up by then. (laughs) I I haven't seen second season. I must catch it. Anyway... I know nothing about the series. I need to know. Please tell me. Also, any thoughts on Atlantis? Well, if you talk to Reese, SGU is the best thing since sliced bread. I enjoyed Atlantis. Atlantis Atlantis was all right, yeah. Did that have cast problems? They seemed to keep changing who was in charge Oh, completely. They got um, Kaylee from Firefly in there at one point. The holodoc. Considering they were meant to be stranded on the other side of the universe, a la Voyager, they seemed to change cast quite a lot. (laughs) They had the holodoc in charge at one point as well. Mm. Anyway, now from TV shows to movie series, it's Hornblower. Yes, that name sounds wrong, but it's an awesome eight-part movie series about some kid on a ship. Mm, Yes, I did did like that when it was on TV. It was very violent and contains the worst language ever. What, bottoms? (laughs) Hornblower. Hornblower was a kiddies thing. No. No. Hornblower, no. No, uh, you and and Griffith, isn't it? It's the best series I've ever seen. Mm, yes, it is. Very good. Except maybe the bit about the violence and language. <laughs> it's is it Pirates? No, it's all... Um, it's high seas. You and Griffith... Well, it's based on the... Um, not C.S. Forrester novels. Um, no, Napoleonic. Yeah, yeah, he's um, a midshipman on on board the HMS Indef- Indefatigable. Well, the, these seamen, they're known <laughs> for their swarthy language. Yeah. No, he's actually real... No, he's, he's a midshipman training to be captain. So. Mm. Yeah, it's very good series. Or something, mm, yes. Oh. Hornblower, yes. Bit enthusiastic with the old Anglo-Saxon, then. Uh, Not really. Not that I saw, anyway. 
You're a tough, hardened person. Oh, I never said that. This is where sissy. Yes, I've hope got you all laughing now, so I take my leave so you may discuss more feedback. And yes, you probably noticed, I will send more feedback next episode. Oh, and just for Keith, mwa ha 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 ha. You don't do it properly. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Wasn't Terra Nova good? Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, it had its moments. It was building. It was yeah. building. Here it's on the cusp of being cancelled or not. That's it. That's Ooh, the trouble. Mm. PPS wasn't Merlin good. Yes. yes. PPPS wasn't the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe not good. Yes, it was good. I think it improved. It was okay. As we said mm. on the uh, uh, commentary, it improved in its second viewing. Mm. It was good. Yeah. It was Christmas it was great. Fluff, but it was good. Yeah. It was mm. found in the belly button of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's poetic. I thought so. Do we have any more feedback, El Presidente? We do have some audio feedback. Who's it from? Right, we have one here from Patrick and Reese, I believe. Hello, Hello Patrick, Patrick and Reese, I believe. Hello, Staggering Stories. It's Patrick here with a little bit of audio feedback for you. I say a little bit, it'll probably be about ten minutes. Sorry about that. Uh, also joining me is Mr. Reese Parton. Hello, Mr. Reese Parton. There's no probably about that. You've got me here, and then we add you. It's probably going to be about twenty minutes. Oh, hi, everyone. <laughs> we'll try and keep it short, though. We just wanted to run through some of our predictions and hopes and fears and dreams and things for this kind coming year. Uh, so, Reese, do you want to start it off? We'll, we'll go you, then me, then you, then me, then you. Okay, we'll take it in turns. Um, now, depending on whoever the next companion is, where he, she, it, waveform is from, <laughs> um, I don't... Th- I think it'll take a long time to get used to it because of how good the ponds were and just, you know, I think it'll take a few episodes for them to settle in and for us to get used to perhaps a new direction the show goes with a new companion that's always the way though and I think Moffat knows that Mm. and I think he'll probably be aware that he needs to make sure that it's an easy introduction Mm. also Um, if it's another now I know two select members in the room listening to this now will probably be going oh I hope not but if it's another young girl from earth (laughs) you'll have to be careful not to make her less interesting than Amy because remember how interesting Amy was in season 5 compared to (laughs) (laughs) calm down (laughs) sorry yes carry on I will kill... No. Uh, <laughs> but remember how that was such a completely different start to any companion before? Disagree. You know, the yes. doctor meeting her when she was younger and then oh. later on in her life. He'll hopefully be able to write another sort of twist like that, make it a wonderful introduction or a new way to introduce a, a companion. That'll be the danger, though, is mm. if he does try and go for some sort of clever, clever thing, either it'll fall flat or it'll be too similar to something that he's done before. Mm. Which sounds like which sounds like Moffat, mm. frankly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, we we will see. I have got one about the new companion, which is the new companion will <laughs> probably be female, I think. And her official podcasting name, you know how Amy Pond is Grinhilda Obnacker. Yeah. Her official podcasting name will be Schmorgersborn <laughs> Heffelheimer. I heard him come up with that one. I heard him come up with that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so from now on, we will all refer to Schmorgersbord Heffelheimer as the as the new companion. You might want to so, turn that one the other way round. We'll now refer to the mean? new companion as Smorgasbord Thingy Floppy Heffelheimer. Schmorgersbord Heffel. I can't even say. It. I came up with it. and I can't even say. It. Uh, one more prediction that I have is um, 
we've taken an official stance on the controversial Tom Baker mortality issue. Ah. Um, we think, da, we think that Tom Baker will live through 2012, but one other doctor will die. Specifically, the Colin Baker will fall off. Oh. <coughs> <Ooh. laughs> You mean the Colin Baker may catch up and mashed potato be upon you? Not a hide too, maybe. We'll fall off a cliff. Yes, him. So sorry about that, but that's sadly that's the way that these things work. Any more things, Reese? Sadly, that's the way you think things would work. I I agree with him on the Tom Baker living through this year, but not the whole the Colin Baker may catch up and mashed potato be upon him falling off the cliff part. Maybe he'd, maybe okay. then he'd go. Any more, Reese? Any more? Any more predictions? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I've got one. This rash that real Keith has described the past few years will, in fact, get increasingly worse. I'm sorry, Keith, but oh. you'll be able to describe it in minute detail and gross us all out. Yeah. It ha- has gone crusty. Lovely. Um, <laughs> speaking of grossing us all out, I feel like we should say hello to the head of Pertwee. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so, on three. One, two, three. Hello, hello head, head of, of Pertwee. Pertwee. And all the others. Hello, Cardboard, Grunhild. Oh. Hey, um... When the new companion comes, will you get a cardboard smorgasbord? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's still so funny. It's good. It rings, it rolls off the tongue. Cardboard smorgasbord. It rolls off the tongue better than the other name. <laughs> cardboard <laughs> hippie hoppy flair. <laughs> I think you've just cardboard. discovered what it's like getting your insanity thrown back at you. <laughs> Staggering stories. <laughs> inspired us. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's God the kind of me. laughing I do when I listen to your podcast. Just uncontrolled squeaks and laughs and cackles. I've just, okay. I've just got one more prediction, oh, uh, yes. which is a, more of a hope, really. So we're kind of sliding into hopes here. Um, oh, uh, which is that Dave. <laughs> do you want to finish that joke? I'll let Adam do it for me. <laughs> Is that David Tennant will definitely, definitely light the Olympic flame oh, in yeah. 2012. Um, it has to happen, and if it doesn't, I feel like we should go on a strike. I don't know what we'd go on strike from. Jean would be on strike anyway, seeing as the story she told us about where it is and where her work is. Just an accident. She'll have no choice to be on strike. Have you got any more predictions, or shall we move on? Well, I'd just add to that one. It's kind of going into hopes again it's a universal Doctor Who fan hope that the Daleks get turned back into Daleks not deadly Daleks <laughs> Patrick is now powering down for the evening <laughs> <laughs> so sorry I went through a tunnel um, so hopes uh, yes I've got a hope um, I hope and I'm not sure why I hope this but I hope that the new companion will not be from Earth I hope that we get some sort of alien companion I don't really know why I think that but I think it'll, it'll be interesting <clears throat> now I've said this before but someone like Lorna Bucket maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm not meaning specifically any... her not just because she's pretty <laughs> but you know someone like her She would. she's not from Earth someone equally pretty <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. Um, no, I know what you mean. Somebody who sort of is humanoid. I'm just thinking so they don't have to do a commander data and put, you know, makeup on her every week or the actor or actress, yeah. whoever it's going to be. <laughs> Schmorgesbord Heffelheimer. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds German, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Maybe. Oh, hello, German Nazi Spock. Hello, Nazi Spock. <laughs> and hello, Dangerous Church, I suppose. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't mention. And Graham. Yeah. The Oedipus. Yep. Graham the Oedipus. I hope to uh, continue recording podcasts with my good friend, Mr. Reese Parton, over here. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, and I also hope that about five billion more episodes of my new favourite TV show, um, Community, will be commissioned. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Community is a, an American sitcom. Set in a community college, and it's possibly the funniest thing since, well, Staggering Stories. It's brilliant. Um, And I've been basically uh, gorging myself on episodes. But sadly, I finished the last episode uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, uh, sometime recently. And, um, well, the show was originally on hiatus, but uh, they've announced that they are bringing it back. So I just hope it continues forever and ever and ever. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, you should definitely go and watch it. I will then. <laughs> I, well, I, was, I, was more to, I was more talking to, you know, the people. Yeah, I know, but you're getting a response from me. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah, Reese, you should definitely go and watch it. Well, actually, I've been meaning to for a while, so I will. Um, yeah, you should. Now, uh, any more hopes? Oh, yes, I've got quite a few left. Um, I hope that my shows, that's the Who Is A Man podcast, <laughs> Inbox, gets a few more emails than it currently does, because I don't get any. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll send you an email. That'll make you feel better. Oh. <laughs> any more? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this one will mean nothing to you in the UK and perhaps even some of your listeners in Australia, but I hope the Australian TV police drama Rush gets renewed because it's been cancelled, but it's the best show Australia has produced. Ah uh, yes, Rush, the uh, the classic Australian show where they... Um, A show you haven't actually heard of until about five minutes ago. Plug, you in, plug yourself into the mains, Patrick, you're running out of power. The neighbours. Sorry, I went through a tunnel. Um, any more hopes? Um, I hope I could come to the UK and meet all these podcasters that I work with and I listen to and go to things like the Doctor Who experience and maybe a Doctor Who proms. Yeah, and I hope that I go to Australia at the same time that Reese goes to the UK. <laughs> I also hope that Patrick soon realises that I mean what I'm saying and I really do appreciate his friendship. <laughs> well, I have no comeback to that. Yeah, I wouldn't ah. expect a prom this year, though. In, uh, in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when well, I beat you and I'm you there. That's cool. <laughs> you are the winner of friendship. Oh, well, I've got no more hopes now. So, <laughs> if there's anything else that you want to add, or should we go on to fears? Oh, yes, I guess we should. Okay. Well, my biggest fear at the moment is that with all the podcasting and stuff that I'm never actually going to ever get any work done. <laughs> Isn't that a hope? Yeah, wants to work. Hmm. Uh, there'll, there'll be consequences. Well, my fear is that I'll end up like Mr. M predicts, just going... Uh, 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 yeah, Mr. M has predicted that Reese will end up as a uh, as a puddle, podcasting puddle. <laughs> 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 Keith does it better than me. <laughs> uh, um, any more fears? Uh, any more how fears? Do you know? um, I'm married to him. No, how do you know he does it coming up with in our process of coming up with these hopes and fears, and I hope that uh, I, f- I hope this doesn't happen. But I fear that Doctor Who may start going downhill as Mr. Stephen Moffat starts. You know, wandering off and losing focus. And losing focus. That's the word you use. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, losing focus. Um, I kind of think it's happened already. Yeah. Yeah. Series six was great, but it was a very, very, very mixed, more so than any other series. Yeah. And I hope that he, I guess this is a hope as well as a fear. I hope that he gets it back on track or maybe, you know, diverts some of his power. 
to his uh, other producers or his exe- other executive producers. Yeah, as Gene said, um, put a bit more trust into the other writers. And also, I think that might be a bit inevitable, seeing as next <coughs> season is allegedly going to be standalone. There are no two parters and. There's apparently no season arc, although how are they going to do that in this current TV climate where you need something to build to the finale? I'm sure they will. Anyway, we I won't don't know. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of fascinated to know how they'll how they'll do that. He's slutty titles, I guess. <laughs> Very slutty titles. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure, given that it's standalone, he won't have to go over every episode and rewrite rewrite the stories. <laughs> we wipe the stories. We wipe the stories. <laughs> rewrite the stories in such detail. You could just leave the original stories as the writers had them, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I th- I'm sure we'll be fine, but Moffat just needs to sort of pull up out of this. He's sort of starting to mm. starting to trip. And I just hope he doesn't fall. Well, the thing about these season arcs is that last year was an example of them becoming a victim of popularity. Yeah. Making it a bit too tied in and a bit too heavy on the, on the season arc. As Dean yeah. said, it did affect some of the individual stories. Yeah. We don't mean to end this feedback on a down note like that, but <laughs> it's no, just what we, we came up with. We have anyway, though. Yeah. Oh, well, thank that, you for that, the great show, fine, guys. It's fun. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And true to uh, our prediction, our prediction at the very beginning, we have gone on for about 15 minutes yay (laughs) (laughs) we shall leave you now (laughs) Um, so we'll just leave you to carry on with your own podcast and we'll go off and record our one uh, which is Reese the DW Archives podcast no it isn't it's the Doctor Who Archives podcast whatever <laughs> DW Archives is just the name of the uh, the website, which is www.dwarchives.wordpress.com. And it's at DW Archives on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got you is. back. Say goodbye, Rich. Goodbye, Rich. In the same country. They're skyping up. You're they? difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so <are> you. <laughs> goodbye, team, and goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. 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 It's kind of good they're not all in the same room at the same yeah. time because, mm. like, it's bad enough with us lot. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I forgot to mention earlier. Yeah. It was EastEnders Doctor Who related. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know when Pat died yes. and the credits went up? Yeah. It has coined the phrase getting the full adric. Oh, yes. Oh, they, oh, yes. Silence, they did, did they? the whole silent mm. scrolling mm. up. Yes. Did they have her broken body there on the black background? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't fall off something. <laughs> she just died. <laughs> they had the broken badge, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they didn't. They uh, should have been a broken earring. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been but, more fitting. Yeah, there you yeah. go. The full adric. <laughs> <laughs> the full adric. Yes. <laughs> okay. And we have one final bit of feedback. From Tim, from Tim's takeoff. Yeah, Hello, Tim. Tim. Hello, team. Hello, hello, hello. and happy new year. Uh, it's yeah. Tim from Tim's Take On here, uh, joining in uh, your um, lists of hopes, fears, dreams for 2012. And um, I thought I'd add regrets on the end because I'm in a bit of a weird mood at the beginning of the new year. But I'm I'm digging myself out of it and finding positive things. I've only really got one hope that something will come on television to. The gaping hole <laughs> left by lack of Doctor Who till the autumn. Yeah. Um, I mean, thankfully, in the early part of the year, we've got Being Human, but uh, I have no idea whether and when Merlin will be back. We also have 
Primeval on the way. That's true, yes. But even that could have reached its last series now, so we kind of need someone to um, buck their ideas up and come up with a, a new show mm-hmm. or discover something that hasn't been repeated for a while and put that on to fill the gap. The Amiga Factor. Um, well, let's see, under fears, it's time for a rant, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, my fear is that Hollywood will continue its obsession with 3D. <laughs> now, I'm not anti-3D as such. My problem is that I'm against movies where they've retrofitted the 3D, where they've not actually shot it in 3D at all. Yeah. And they've sat down for months on end at some computer workstation and tried to shoehorn two-dimensional footage into 3D, which is a very ropey process. (laughs) About the most recent film I've seen that suffered from this was um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, where they'd supposedly retrofitted the whole film into 3D, and there was about one sequence in the whole film that even remotely looked decently 3D. If you're going to shoot in 3D, shoot in 3D. Make a 3D film. Don't con us. And if you're going to shoot in 2D and retrofit it into 3D, tell us you've done it. And give us the choice to watch it in 2D. Watch it in 2D anyway. So, rant over. Well, let me see. Dreams. More Doctor Who related stuff. This is mostly Doctor Who related, this. The the Doctor Who experience, when it moves to Cardiff, Mm -hmm. will be as easy to get to as it is currently in London. Mm. Because currently at Olympia, all you basically have to do is um, get a little branch line train on the tube, walk up a road and turn round a corner, and there it is. In Cardiff, from what I gather, it's going to be part of a new BBC building on the edge of Cardiff Bay, yes. which, if it is where I think it is, is not as easy to get to. Oh, I got interrupted there, but um, I'll add to that that um, it does strike me that what that attraction also needs is the option to buy an exhibition-only ticket, because I can't be alone in having already been round the thing twice. (laughs) And, yeah, the TARDIS ride thing's fun, but it is the same every single time. It's not quite this interactive experience that they define it as. So it it might be nice to have the option to, say, pay 15 quid for the TARDIS ride and the exhibition and say 10 quid and just do the exhibition in the shop. Mm. That's a good idea. Do it three times. Um, Well, regrets I'm going to end this on. I've had a few. (laughs) But then again, too few to... Oh, no, that's a song. But, um, yes, I thought I should mention regrets because I've had a... Not... A lot of bad luck at the beginning of this year, but one particular bit of bad luck. And, um, well, having been to Gallifrey last year, I did enjoy Gallifrey. We did as well. I thought it was a a great laugh. Um, One of my main problems with it was, well, it was twofold for me, because I live in Cambridge, which is this wonderfully old, historic city, and I also visit London a lot, which has got history coming out of its ears, and it's just full of character and that, and... Los Angeles, I warn people, if you come from a nice ageing city like mine, you visit Los Angeles and a lot of it is just incredibly modern. 
There's very <laughs> little the actual history in Los Angeles. <laughs> and so I, f- I found LA itself a bit weird. And I was kind of glad to be heading home after a week. <laughs> and I think that contributed to me not wanting to go back this year. But now the 12 months have nearly rolled by and other people are starting to plan their journeys to Galley. I am starting to regret not going back this year. And I was going to make it biannually, but as I did enjoy it so much, and it is such a a great annual opportunity to meet up with the American fandom, I may well try and make it annually from next year. Another regret of mine was going to go to SFX Weekender 3 this year. Right up until the end of last year, they still had tickets available. (laughs) And this being of a rather tight time of year, financially speaking, I thought, oh, it's all right, I'll wait till the new year, I'll wait till I've sorted everything out over Christmas and stuff, and then I'll, I'll order a ticket in early January. So I go on the website about a week ago, sold out yeah. entirely. So it's going to be the autumn before I get to a multi-day con in this country, sadly, this year. I'll end by um, saying of Galley that uh, next time I'm definitely taking more money and I've definitely got to come up with some level of strategy for coping with jet lag. (laughs) Jet lag's a killer. Go by sea. Um, Up until this year, I'd never flown anywhere. (laughs) The first flight I get is one that takes nearly 12 hours. And I discovered that jet lag's really bad because you get there, and when you initially land, that's not when you get jet lag. To behave as if you're in the time wherever you are. Comes on, comes on the next day and hangs around for a week. But um, no, I've been advised of strategies of coping with it, so I'm going to have to try and employ some of those next time. So. There you go. Let's thank you. Thank, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, SFX weekend are sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is surprising because the first year particularly, they were literally giving them away. We got yeah, ours yeah. effectively yeah. for free. Well, they were they were selling the next year's tickets when we were leaving. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's definitely picked up then. It has, yeah. So look forward to that. should be fun. It should be, yes. Cold, but fun. That's straight after we record the next podcast. We yeah. get to that yeah. pretty much a few days after the next podcast. Hmm. Well, we've got the next podcast. And then I think it's two days or three days because we're going on the Thursday. And we're off. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah, long podcast. Two hours and 26 (laughs) minutes worth so far. (laughs) (laughs) But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews, more who old and new. So, until that ponderously preposterous pandemonium of prepostitude (laughs) falls. Falls down a word. <laughs> falls down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Stagnant Stories podcast, series one, number one hundred and twenty-four, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production at www.stagmystories.net. No, fan- famous five voices. Oh gosh! Oh, lashings of cream and ginger beer. I like good lashing. Mm. Yes. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Say no more. <laughs> it's just a look on his face at far away. <laughs> Can I share with Karen next time we go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, why, why would you leave him at the um, mercy of him? Tender mercy. <laughs> He's an innocent chap. I, as he said, he's already seen me naked. He's an evil deviant. <laughs> no, no, he's a super evil deviant. Who am I? Am I Julian, Dick, George, Anne, or Timmy the dog? Well, use your autistic license. Huh? Stop, Stop rubbing it. yourself against that chair leg. <laughs> Emote, dear, emote! <laughs> so a bit, a bit of a space between the... Uh... Yeah, well, you'll have to edit that out, huh? Yeah, yeah. Even more work for you to do. I'm trying oh, to sorry. emote. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your so... motivation? <laughs> <laughs> I get to murder someone at the end. <laughs> oh, and capture that spy! <laughs> <laughs> Was the bouncing necessary? <laughs> Part night. of my, my, my <laughs> performance. Yes, ah. yes, psyching yourself up. She's not going to be able to do a plummy accent, not with her vocal cords. <laughs> I don't have to do a plummy accent. <laughs> no, you've deleted everything. Yeah. We had to. Yeah. It was it would have been classed as evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me go first. Okay. <laughs> you always go first. We always say El, El Presidente. Presidente. You always go Our first. Our little joke. <laughs> Yes, I hope you've got it. Yes, I hope you've. Uh, yes, I hope you've. Um, He's <laughs> 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 getting obsessed with Fs. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Top Gear Australia will be cancelled for the fifth time. <laughs> the stop, Crazy stop, Kids stop, stop. Show Ben Ten. Could you read it, read it from Star Wars? Yes. I'm not going to say another word. <laughs> <laughs>